Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Now, uh, you may remember some of the uproar in Limerick over a year ago now when the Minister for Transport, Eamon Ryan, leader of the Green Party, wouldn't sign off on the Kuna to Knocklesheen Road as part of the wider Northern Distributor Road project. Take a listen to this brief reminder of some of the coverage at that time on the Limerick Today show. There's the part that goes beyond Moyross, which isn't about connectivity of Moyross, uh, uh, is something that we need to look at and we need to plan all of that area properly. Yes, but would you do accept that you know, one has an impact on the other and both were previously part of the plan? So we're, we're saying that the plan will be improved uh, and that's the commitment. That's a totally different thing, um, Brian Ledden, to what people in the area have been looking for and calling for for the last week. Surely to God, if every other politician and everybody else disagrees with him, and on board Fanana disagrees with him, and all the officials disagree with him, then is it not be, is he not just being a dictator and saying, it's my way or no way? Well, he has the ministerial authority, clearly. That does not give him ultimate authority to ride roughshod over everybody in the country. You see, he doesn't think he's doing that. He and Brian Ledden believe that they will develop a better plan that you ultimately will be happier with. Neither of them know damn all about my arse on the north side of Limerick. The last time I looked, Joe, we were living in a democracy. Ah, yeah, but everyone keeps saying that. But the bottom line is, democratically, he is the Minister for Transport. That's all he is. We're trying to address the bigger issues by building this road, by giving opportunities to community. There's no employment out here, Joe. There's no industrial estate of scale the way there is in Raheen and the way there is in Castle Troy. Development is not a bad word or a dirty word. Development for a community like Moiras in particular, who are crying out for this. Eamon Ryan, by the way, has given no plausible, no reasonable and no rational explanation as to why he's taking this position. The Taoiseach needs to intervene as the head of government and he needs to make sure that this tender is signed. I, I know from speaking to the community in Moiras, they are very determined on this matter and if Eamon Ryan or anyone else thinks that they can simply delay this and that the people of Moiras will go away, they are making a big, big mistake. Your position was that it, it, it would not be completed as originally intended. We do not want to delay this project. If we had to uh, start the process again, it would be a three-year wait. And yes, we listen to the local community in terms of that a community that's been waiting for a long time. You don't want to further three-year wait. So we agreed, okay, on that basis, we will proceed with the road, sign the contract, get it built. The, well, we will put in the bus lanes as part of the road, but there's no reason in the same time frame we shouldn't be really radically changing, improving pedestrian access in every direction, in, through and around Moiras. A variety of prominent voices uh, there and ultimately you heard on uh, this show oh, just under a year ago uh, from the Minister for Transport and Green Party leader Eamon Ryan. So the Kuna Nakhlesheen saga, that part of it was resolved and uh, that uh, part of the road went ahead. But only last week, the Minister for Transport told a Dáil and Shannon Transport Committee that's actually chaired by a Limerick TD, Kieran O'Donnell of Fine Gael, that he believed uh, the larger Northern Distributor Road project is not the way forward for Limerick. Take a listen to some of what we aired on yesterday morning's show. My view, very clearly, is that the Northern Distributor Route would take Limerick in a completely different direction. It would take it into Clare... Um, and I know the college and the businesses 
upstream, upriver of the current uh, on, on the Shannon, will want to do that and, and see that as appropriate development. You can't do both. You can't actually say we're going to build back the centre of the core of Limerick, we're going to build around public transport, and also at the same time, oh, and by the way, what we're also going to do is we're going to extend into Clare on a roads-based system, which can only, in my mind, accentuate or continue a dispersed, unsustainable development model. And, and I'll make that, I have made that clear publicly here. I, made, I will be making that very clear to the NTA and to the Limerick Council. I've, I've been, couldn't be clearer with the manager and would say the same to the councillors with great respect. Clearly my view. I, I'm not alone in that. Um, I think TII and asking them about it clearly feel it is not the right road project. Now maybe they're influenced by the fact, as I think was said in, in the previous meeting, that we would have a huge contractual cost uh, to the existing owners of the tunnel under the Shannon if we built a further crossing of the Shannon, which would be a, a result of that Northern Distributor Roads project. I'm unequivocal in my view that Limerick has been starved of good public transport options. We did put a lot of money into road. We built the bridge under the Shannon. Another road, another bridge would undermine that first investment. So let's build the public transport. And more than anything else, in the three-year time frame we could do it, Let's build the bus connects and the active travel that we're going to do in Dublin and Limerick as well. I said to the city manager at the time we approved that road, because the people of Moyross, they really needed it and wanted it and said they had to have it. I said, fine, but on one condition, that you open up, you take down the walls in Moyross that separate it from the rest of the city and communities, and that you build the active travel and bus connect connection between UL, Limerick, LIT and Mary I. So that's the Minister for Transport and leader of the Green Party, Eamon Ryan, uh, saying the Northern Distributor Road is not the way forward for Limerick. And he was challenged by Fine Gael TD, Kieran O'Donnell, at that meeting. At one point, Kieran O'Donnell uh, said that he was goading people in Limerick, something that the Minister denied. Um, extraordinarily, they're part of the same coalition uh, government. Now, we're joined uh, this morning, first by Ray O'Halloran from Moy Ross. Uh, he runs Speedline Engineering. Many people will be aware that that's a great employer in that location. Locality. Uh, good morning to you, Ray. Good morning, Joe. Good morning. So, so, Ray, what do you make of what the Minister is saying there? It's clear that he's dead set against the Northern Distributor Road, and indeed the Northern Distributor Road is not in the current National Development Plan. I can't believe what he's saying at the moment. There was an unbelievable uh, gathering of minds for, to continue this road. We were expecting it. Like we had uh, Maras Alliance, we had Limerick Now, we had Maras Partners. Everybody in Maras seemed to join together wanting this road. Now, we're giving him publicity that I think that he doesn't need. We, I definitely don't want him anyway. The quicker he's gone, the better to me. He sounds like a dictator, but with pious platitudes, of course. Comes across as a real gentleman. But he knows absolutely nothing about Maras, as some of the previous speakers have said. The difference that this road already has made is phenomenal because a lot of the guys out there are employed now in their own area with road bridge. So, is- so you're talking about the Kunanaklashin part that was yes. finally approved by the minister around this time last year? Yes. Now, the extension of, <coughs> excuse me, the extension of that is vital. And I think that it's going to go ahead. And I think that the reason 
He's probably in his head. He's getting more publicity than he than he deserves. Well, well. well to be fa- to be fair, now, Ray. I mean, no, just one second now. Like you know, as leader of the Green Party, and he he do, he has never made any apology for this throughout his career. And the other coalition parties knew what they were getting when they sat down to negotiate with him. And he is the minister for transport, and ultimately that had to be agreed among the three parties in the coalition as well. And there's lots of people running in about ten different directions here. Um, in, in, about this, but he has always philosophically believed in active travel, in public transport, and, you know, he doesn't believe we need any more roads in Limerick. He is entitled to that view, and as the Minister for Transport, clearly he holds a lot of sway here. Yeah, well, like, like I often say, anyone has a right to be wrong. We give him that right. Give him the right to be wrong, but Kieran O'Donnell was on yesterday, and he made absolutely brilliant points I hear what you're saying, that it must have been considered. The last one was considered at, double, at, at a government level as well, but it was changed. I have to point out that the difference here is obviously, and you know, and everyone accepts this, it isn't actually in the National Development Plan, the Northern Distributor Road. Now, it it falls under uh, the uh, Limerick-Shannon development strategy, which uh, Councillor Joe Ledden was only telling us yesterday. They're still waiting for the latest update on that um, uh, at the end of January, as it was uh, yesterday, uh, from the people charged with responsibility for it. I think he talks nonsense because he, he makes a big deal of the fact that we're moving into Clare. So what? Clare is our neighbour. We need to move into Clare. We need to expand. We need to have a circular road. He's talking about railways. Where is he putting the railway? That's not going into my house, by the way. That's on a plan just outside my house. That's to join LIT with UL. Now, what's his objection? What's his real objection to the road? Well, 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 one of the things he points out is we're already paying an awful lot to the contractor who runs the Limerick Tunnel, and he says that there will be a huge further contractual obligation if they build the Northern Distributor Road, which ultimately has to be paid for by uh, you and me and everyone else listening. Yeah, well, listen to me. I read in the paper yesterday that they spent $14 million last year on consultants for his department. They can throw it away to their consultants, but they can't give the people of Maras what we need, what Limerick needs. I suppose in his head, a half a loaf is better than none. Right. I uh, can't understand and, it at and, all. And Ray O'Halloran, what about the minister's point? that one of the things he insisted on at the time was that the walls around Moiras would be removed as part of the Kuna to Nocklesheen Road project uh, being given his thumbs up. My God above in heaven. We're listening to this wall. That's his excuse. No, no, no. What he's saying is he insisted that it come down. Well, we didn't know that. Did we know that? Well, the, 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 I'm only telling you, the Moiras Residents Alliance, uh, uh, underneath a story that we put up on Live95's website this weekend, said they supported the minister in that view. Of course they did. They always did. I support it as well. Everybody wants the wall down. Listen, if they want the wall down, I know that I can organise a lot of workers tomorrow. We'd have it down in a week. But why hasn't it happened then? Well, you you ask me, does it, who does it belong to? Does it belong to the, the, the students' villages? Who is it? Why was it put up in the first place? Was it to make a cul-de-sac to keep us corralled? Nobody seems to know. Nobody's making the decision. Who is it? Who is it that makes the decision to knock that wall? And it's not the Berlin Wall we're talking about, but to the people in my life, it's like 
um, uh, the building wall, a dem and a nurse. How will we get to the private hospital if that wall is up? And in fact, it's something that um, I mentioned yesterday. Keith Earls, in his really interesting book, he has a chapter on Moira Ross. And it's one of the points he makes as someone who uh, grew up there, that uh, the wall was always felt to be something that was designed to keep um, Moira Ross and its citizens corralled. Um, let's ask uh, Councillor Olivia O'Sullivan of uh, uh, Fine Gael, who is on the north side of uh, Limerick about this. Uh, good morning to you. How are you doing? Good morning, Joe. Are we back here again? Well, we're kind of back here again in that it's a slightly different discussion, isn't it? I mean, it's about the, the wider Northern Distributor Road project. But but on the specific point of the minister wanting the walls to be torn down, what's going to happen there? Yeah, well, there seems to be a lot of work going on to see what the best way is to do that. Um it's obviously difficult if you're talking about walls that are backing onto private property as opposed to, to walls onto public land. So, um, but I'm aware, and, and Ray O'Halloran is probably aware that there are different things going on, I suppose, behind the scenes, people trying to figure out the best way to address the issue of the wall. And I suppose the type of wall, you know, is, is uh, particularly uh, unattractive, isn't it? And, and is it your understanding that there are some people, without getting into names, who are against the wall coming down? Um... Well, I don't know. I don't think it's as black and white as that. Like, there's a lot of different discussion around the access points into Moiras. There's discussions. Um, I know LIT have been in discussions for years. Um, and the certain, you know, the the access points in and out that that's going to be addressed as well. When once we get the next leg of the Kunshnakushin open, because hopefully we'll see in the spring. It's been pushed back a couple of weeks now, but that the um, the road between. The Kuna Roundabout and the O'Cratla Road Roundabout should be opening soon, I think, hopefully in March. Um, and then we'll see the next the next leg of it, which will be the road between the O'Cratla Road and the new uh, roundabout in Moira. And is it your understanding that the projects that were much discussed, uh, the private hospital and other projects last year when the Kuna Nakashin controversy erupted, that th- they are still green-lighted and, and that they will go ahead? They're still green, green lighted. Yeah, I mean, we'd love to see some some progress. Obviously, um, can I? You know, I thought we were we, some some of us wear a bit of a cynic hat the odd time, don't we? We'd like to see actual uh, work happening on the ground to see, or some updates to see that these things are actually coming to fruition. Plans are there. There's been a lot of plans floating around Limerick, I suppose, over the years, and we we'd like to see um, that progress a step further. That would be very reassuring. Mm. And Councillor Sullivan, I mean, the bottom line, I'll come back to you in one second, Ray, is that uh, the minister is saying he's opposed to the Northern Distributor Road, uh, the totality of the project. As I pointed out, it isn't in the National Development Plan. It, it feels like maybe while Kuna Nakhtasheen had other things going for it and a momentum built up around it to ensure that it ultimately happened despite the minister's reservations, that uh, this could significantly delay any Northern Distributor Road project. It would seem that, look, I agree with my colleague Kieran O'Donnell yesterday. Um, Eamon Ryan did seem to be provoking the people of Limerick, you know, suggesting that the funding could go to Galway instead if we don't seize the opportunity. Um, you know, dangling funding from his department in like a veiled threat to Limerick, that's not, uh, that's obviously going to get the backs up of all of us here. Um, they, I know he was saying that Limerick is moving into Clare, but 
what he needs to realise is that Clare comes into Limerick all the time. The traffic, I'm living in the north side, the traffic that comes from Clare coming to employment in Limerick is an everyday thing. It's a lived reality here. So he um, doesn't, isn't, I suppose, living the everyday reality of idling engines, sitting in traffic from Clare and through the O'Cratla Road, Carradavon, Homogate, Corbley um, and so on. And that traffic is is the traffic that we're talking about. He seems to be pushing back onto the public transport, and of course we want, excuse me, we want all the public transport that he's suggesting, all the improvements in our bus services. I uh, would be in favour of the, the the rail stop at Moyross. I think that would be fantastic. Um, but we want them as well as the Northern Distributor Road. It was actually um, Deputy Joe Carey yesterday, he raised it uh, with the Minister because you can imagine that it's not just um, in Limerick that uh, get inflamed by this because Clare is so de- you know, re- relying and depending on this road as well. So he's asking why can't we have both, and I agree with him. You know, why, can't, why can only major investments go to, to cities like Dublin where you can have your uh, improved bus service, your rail service, your Lewis, and get your ring roads. Why can't we do that down here? Like Joe, in 2019, I travelled to Utrecht, um, and this is regarded as um, a true model of sustainable, sustainable mobility. You know, as a city um, that we should all be looking to, to take our cues from. And I travelled there to, with the group to study its road and cycling infrastructure. And the model in Utrecht does not work without its ring roads. They're key to removing traffic that would otherwise be passing through the city centre, and they carry it along the outer edge instead. Yeah. So, uh, you know, if we are to take, we are to look to and, be... And, then, and, and yet, as you well know, the O'Connell Street project still allows for some traffic to travel through the centre of the city. So, um, Well, in Utrecht, public traffic does travel through the centre of the city. So uh, I know what you're saying, that there's still going to be a bus corridor through O'Connell Street. It's not just bus, though. I think it will allow a certain level of private traffic through as well, isn't it? It It's will, yes, yeah, I'd imagine. Yeah, so it's, it's not just a bus. It's a reduced um, uh, number because uh, the road is reduced. Well, yeah, <laughs> because the idea being that people won't want to wait. Uh, That's fin- it, exactly. <laughs> Finn Cale, Councillor Olivia Sullivan is with us. Um, Ray O'Halloran of Speedline Engineering in Moira. Sorry, Ray, you wanted to get back in there. I did. I just wanted to say that um, people need to call a spade a spade. That wall is continuing to be up to separate the two different parts of Limerick. There's a den... And there's a nurse. Do you really believe that? Do you, do, you, do, you re, do you really believe that, that, that it is based on prejudice? Listen, listen, you spoke about uh, Keith Evans' book and the challenges that he had. And I thought it was absolutely brilliant when he spoke about the challenges that he had. Playing for the Lions and still wearing his my last badge. Now, that can be invisible. I met a guy walking on the road this morning, walking on the road from my last 34-year-old, never worked in his life. He, I, I, I asked him how he was getting on. Now, he still faces that invisible wall when he goes outside his area to get a job. Because this is a third generation, remember. They're the forgotten part of Limerick. Not just them, St. Mary's Park as well. We need this road to open up Limerick. Not to keep that cul-de-sac or the perception of a wall. Even when that wall is down, there's an invisible wall. Right. We all have well, we all well, well Co- Councillor Olivia Sullivan, I mean, let's be honest, there's no doubt that everything Ray O'Halloran said there is true. And, you know, I think almost everyone listening knows that to be the case, don't they? Yes, um, absolutely. And um, Keith Earls is, is, um, is, is such a, oh, I don't know, a hero in so many, in so many ways. I'm, I'm a huge fan. I'm actually drinking coffee here this morning. <laughs> I'd support him in any way I could. Um, 
but like of course it has to be addressed and we're hoping that obviously the first step is to get that uh, new roundabout in at the end of the bus, open it up and the traffic is going through. Um, but not the walls. It sounds like the walls are going to be there for a long time to come. But look, we can't ignore the fact that there's one wall that's uh, that's on private property, you know, and 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 people have a right, you know. To, now, it, I I think the nature of the wall that's there is is a huge problem. But um, there are we're talking about lots of different access points within or going into Moiras and into the area that we have to address, not just one. Right. Well, and, and Ray, do you accept that that there are difficulties around bringing down the walls, genuine ones? Ray? There's no difficulties. All you need is a JCB to not Yeah, but it's not, it's not as simple as that now, Ray, is it? I mean, listen, you're, you're a businessman. You run, you run, you run a business. Come on now. You know, you know yourself. You can't run your speed line engineering whatever you bloomin' wanted. You have to obey the laws of the land as well. Oh, yeah, well, I, I, I'll tell you something, though. In this case, in this case, if I had an opportunity... Nobody saw me. I'd knock that wall in the morning. Would you? I think it's, I and and, and, and how would you feel then if you ended up before the courts because of that? I, I, I won't tell you what I feel. But what, like, you like, like you're, you're, it'd be kind of a, a free, a free Ray O'Halloran campaign. No, but I, I'll tell you something. It's up there so long now, and the abuse, the silent abuse that that gives, the impression that that gives to the young people that we're trying to. <clears throat> Trying to train in Limerick City Build. Every day they talk about that wall. We need to take that wall down. Who will make the decision? I do realise now that the councillors don't seem to have any statutory powers anymore. All the decisions are made by the executives. I really think now that this extension of the road will happen when some other private developer comes, on, comes along and probably puts in a second private hospital. Then we'll be told, oh, clap your hands and... We're getting a private hospital. Right. But we're losing 400 houses. That, that site was zoned residential, by the way. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, listen, I, I wanted to give you a chance to debate it, both of you, this morning. And obviously, it's one that we will continually return to. And indeed, as we showed last year on Limerick Today, it's not something that we on a local basis ever take uh, the uh, focus off, which is why we're here as Limerick's local radio service. Thank you very much to Ray O'Halloran from Moy Ross and Speedline Engineering and uh, Council representing the North Side as well for Finnegale Olivia O'Sullivan. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash.